Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 192 of the All Dolphins. I'm getting close to 200. 192 of the All Dolphins podcast as Omar is enjoying what looks like a really nice, refreshing glass of orange juice. Orange juice is my coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. All you drug addicts out there, uh, this is my natural get up right here. Okay. I've already had my one, my cup of coffee, my first cup of coffee of the day. This oh, first, because my- you'll do many? Is oh, that what you'll really? do? Yeah. You're an addict. You you need to cut back. Uh, maybe. Uh, this is my obligatory bottle of water. So that's that's what I need to pound on. That's the healthy, good stuff there. Uh, as mentioned, with today we're going to be talking hard knocks. We're going to be talking pass rushers. The Dolphins roster moves from Tuesday. First, the quick the history lesson on 92, which is the uh, podcast episode number. I, I have to get my media guide out. There so you go. I can, I can go through these seasons like it's a it's an educational tutorial here. Fact Take check me to class. Say something that's not right. Uh, 1992 actually was a very good year for the Dolphins. Dolphins had missed the playoffs in 1991 because of a season finale loss against the New York Jets. In 1992, the Dolphins went. How do you remember all this stuff without even looking it up? This is ridiculous. Because it's a gift, a curse, whatever. I'm good with names, numbers, stuff like that as far as remembering things. Um, so 1992, good season for the Dolphins. They went 11 and five, wound up uh, with a number two seed in the AFC playoffs behind the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this was also the year where the Buffalo Bills had the greatest comeback in NFL history in the playoffs, down 35 to three, came back to beat the Houston Oilers in the first round, then went to Pittsburgh and defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers, which gave the Dolphins home field advantage in the AFC championship game after the Dolphins had spanked the Chargers 31 nothing in the rain in Miami, unfortunately. And this was the last time the Dolphins have been to the AFC Championship game. And in that AFC Championship game, the Dolphins were screened past to death. Jim Kelly to Thurman Thomas and Kenneth Davis, and the result was a 29-10 to 10 loss. Buffalo that year went on. Folks, he's not even looking this up. He could. I'm not just, it, it's right. It's right off the top of his dome. I can't even remember the score of last Sunday's game. This is crazy. But go on, continue. Uh, yeah, and then the, this then Buffalo went on to the Super Bowl for their third of four consecutive appearances. That's the first one against Dallas where they got completely spanked, fifty-two seventeen. I want to say the final score was the, the that included the Leon Lett celebrating a touchdown. On a fumble return too soon, Don Beebe racing down the field, down 35 points to swipe the ball away to cause a touchback instead. Um, and if you uh, – no, that was 95. So it, overall, a good season for the Dolphins. And, by the way, this was the last time before this year that the, a Dolphins quarterback had led the league in passing yards. That was Dan Reno then, obviously, to Otongo Bailoa this year. Yes, and you, the Dolphins had a number of statistical – unbelievable milestones this season in their impressive 11 and six season. I know a lot of dolphin fans are, are busy licking their wounds and, and saying the woe is me 
for what's happened to their season because of a number of injuries. However, this season has been remarkable from a statistical standpoint on offense, on defense, team, individual, and I address that in a behind enemy lines that you can find on alldolphins.com. I'm sorry, not behind enemy lines. By the numbers on alldolphins.com. We do have behind enemy lines, which is sponsored by You Break, Will Fix. Um, that's up. We had Briscoe. What's his first name? Uh, Joshua. Joshua. It could be John or James. I know it was Jay Briscoe. Okay. Um, and he is incredibly charismatic, very entertaining. Uh, you could tell he podcasts and radios for a living. Um, we had a great conversation, which included a, 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 a an interesting little spat, probably a three-round sparring match about uh, who's the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Um, but yes, so check that out on Behind Enemy Lines. But this episode is about setting you up for today's practice, which is really going to be a walkthrough. It's not a practice. Um, I'm sorry. It's January. Players have played 17 games uh, and their bodies really can't really handle too much practice during the week. Um, and the Dolphins have been forced to add three pass rushers because of the injuries that have happened and decimated their line. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. But... I thought we were talking how nice was. By the way, when I'm doing this, that's my Rock'em Sock'em robots. I, oh, I got that reference. Okay, I, I hope it was a whack game, but I, I do get that reference. That's actually... A, I hope people don't think that's how I throw down when... When I do, when oh, I, how, how do you throw down, Pupar? What? <laughs> I want to know how you throw down. How how many hockey fights have you had? A uh, couple, not 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 a ton, a couple. But it, it wasn't it wasn't quite it wasn't quite like this. I was a scorer, not a fighter. Uh, okay, so we as we mentioned, Hard Knocks. That was that was a good episode. It also was a tough episode. It was by far the best episode yeah. of the season. And just so many emotional tearjerkers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this. Um, the the you know, do do you want to start or you want me to start? Just you you probably have a better recap of it because you you did on alldolphins.com a, a breakdown of the top 10 moments from the latest hard knocks episode. And even if you do not have HBO, come on, there's pirated stuff. You can find it on YouTube. Look for it on YouTube. Um, <laughs> shh, 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 don't, don't tell anybody, but it's there. Um, even if you don't have HBO, you got to watch that episode. You, you truly, truly, truly have to watch that episode just from so many different aspects. One, I always love episodes where I learn things. Um, the Drew, the story about Drew, um, who's been Dolphins head of security since I think, um, um, not what's his name? Um, um, Stu Einstein. no, no, no. I know Stu Einstein, but, um, he took over in, I don't think it was a Joe Philbin era. He took over in Adam Gase era. So now he's on his third coach, I believe. Do you think yeah. he was Joe Philbin? Uh, <laughs> He might have been. I know he's been around a while. Uh, he's been, he's I, definitely been around a while. And I, I don't recall anybody between Stu and him. No, there was nobody between Stu and him. Correct. But I think Stu came. I think Stu was around during the Joe Philbin era. He, he might. He might have been. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was. 
Wow. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, we all, we all know, we all know Drew. We all like shoot the breeze with Drew, but never to that level. And to find out that, you know, he lost a son at 12 years old a year after he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And then he's talking about like the lesson he, lesson he learned about, you know, like live every day to the fullest and all that. I was like, man, if that, if that didn't touch you, I mean, check your pulse. Something's wrong with you. I mean, that was. Yeah. I, I also loved, I loved so many moments about that episode um, just because it showed the humanity of that team. And I, I don't know how long they had been building up these stories just to get us that, that you know, because we're already feeling bad about this team, what they've been through, and they're setting it up at, about how it's a mash unit and, you know, every shot is showing guys in boots and braces and crutches and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, yes, the Dolphins are absolutely decimated by injuries. That's not an excuse for what's happened in the final two games of the season. But this is where we are. It's it's not, not a, huh? It's not because I know somebody who covers the Dolphins who has a beard and dreads who mentions injuries at every turn, including how about that's when they stop being Super Bowl contenders. You may be familiar with them initials or O and uh, K. I, I, I doesn't mean does not mean. It's an excuse for what happened in the final two games because you had one minute and fifty three seconds to to win to to tie that game and put your team in 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 into overtime. Although, sorry, sorry to sorry to interrupt, but although the argument could be made again, if you want to play the other side, that Tyreek was on the sideline for that final play and should have been on the field instead of Chase Claypool. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and look at the uh, just completely. Unrelated, but look at the all 22 of that final play. This is a play where Tua needed the play that needed to be made there because you look at the all 22, there is nobody open. Chase Claypool's double covered, and none of the other three guys running up, running around are even creating this much separation. So the play there should have been get out of the pocket, scramble if there's some, there's room in, in front of you, then get out of bounds or chuck the ball out of bounds and get the third down. There was a minute 17 left at the snap. It, it did not need to be thrown. That's okay. I'm sorry. I, I digress. Go ahead. Well, tell me how you really feel. Um, listen, Again, where's the lie? The, the, I don't want to address it anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, you, you know what it is? Um, I've already told you and I've already said he's fallen short in Eagles game, in Chiefs game. I'm sorry, Tennessee game. Add this to the pile. Okay, there are circumstances that have factored into why he's fallen short consistently, but nobody cares because you're going to want to make $50 million and $50 million quarterbacks put their team on their back like a book bag and they carry them and you're not carrying your team. And I think he knows it and I'm pretty sure he's going to beat himself up about it. But I'm sorry. I was just addressing that one specific play. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't, okay. I wasn't right. engaging in an, in a big overall picture conversation regarding to on that yeah. particular play. That's what he should have done. Because again, for those who are saying why is he throwing double coverage there, because nobody else was open, but there was there would have been an option C. Yeah. Uh, let, let's go back to to the to the hard knocks episode. The Mike McDaniel story is is another powerful story. I think all of us. Obviously, all of us who cover the Dolphins knew that story. I would imagine most Dolphin fans were aware of his of his drinking issue early on in his career that basically had him out of the NFL for. Now we certainly know 
865 days. Um, and that story of the quote unquote intervention from the, from the Falcon coaches also had been documented. I want to say when the Falcons made the, made the Super Bowl in 2017. Um, for him, I'm sure it's not the first time he shared it with his team, mm-hmm. but for it to be on their anniversary and for him to tie it in together with their struggles and with what they've got going on, um, it humanized him, humanized the team because they're, they're going through struggles right now. Like, you know, they could put on a brave face, but you know, you're missing your three of your Four, all four of your top offensive weapons are hurt. And some are playing through it, but they're hurt. You're out of pass rushers, linebackers. You're, you're just, you, you literally have to just sign three just to actually play the game. And your your secondary, both your state safeties are, are, are hurt. And you don't have Xavier Howard. Like, eh, it's, it's tough for you right now. It's tough sledding. And to for him to connect it, even though they lost, loved it, respected it, humanized him. And But to me, the best element and best part of that episode was the Jerome Baker. It was the first time that they followed a guy from the, his injury to his return. Other guys have returned. They could have done this with Javon Holland, but they did it with Jerome. And then to see Jerome suffer a season-ending injury after working that hard to get back and for his mama to be there and humanize that element of it. Oh, my gosh, that's Emmy-worthy stuff. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No, and, and to me, the part that was that was tough is they're showing a highlight of the first half, and you hear Baker scream, I'm back, I'm back, and then you know what's going to happen, and it's like, oh, my. And then when he makes a big tackle at the end of the first half and the mom is like, that was my baby. That was my baby. And again, you know, what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, that was tough. And, uh, and where he, where he hurts, he breaks the wrist. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and, and Duke's like, take that hope. And, 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 and here's the guy who's going to replace you. And he's like, he's like, they need you in there. Go take that wrist up and get back in there. And that's, compassion that's caring that's that's this team and then for him to miss on the key tackle of a josh allen conversion i believe it was a third down no wasn't a third down no it was that play but again let me let me let me remind you that's the play where jalen ramsey was flagged for defensive holding on the other side it would have been a first down anyway but yes yes he he did he couldn't bring him down um yeah couldn't bring him down clearly the wrist was jacked up um, this is what players play through all the time. And a lot of fans would be like, oh, he's a bum. Look at that guy. He can't make the tackle. And you know all that he's going through and enduring just to finish that game because he gives the pregame speech about how he's beaten Buffalo twice and they always end their season. 
-hmm. Like, you know, we know Jerome and Rob Hunt, the guys who've been here for a long time. Oh, they're tired of losing the Buffalo. They, they, they want some of that Buffalo. They, they know the season goes through Buffalo. They know Josh Allen's their daddy. Like so it's true. You know, it's true. Um, I think he was responsible for all but like forty-seven of their yards in in that game. I was like, yeah, but, yeah, but I read a lot. I read a lot of places that he wasn't very good. That he's that he sucked. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard that too. I was like, face palm. Yeah, I was like, are you? I, I heard that too, and I was like, like, what game are you people watching? Um, but the Baker, mwah, Chef Kiss, just absolutely loved it. Yeah, no, no, it was that powerful stuff. Uh, the Tyree kill fire incident also was was very well done. Um, yeah. I, 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 no, it was it was well done with like every, everybody checking in on him, talking about what's going on. Tyree telling his his wide receiver teammates, you know, the the, the second room of the house is is, is gone. The second floor of the house is gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then Rasul Douglas during the game, like taking a moment. I'm like, hey, glad you're your family. Everybody was was safe, which I, I thought it was cool. It was like little. You know, little touches here and there. It human it humanizes. Oh, oh uh, yeah. There was one minute. Uh, There's so like people don't understand. That. And if you're in the NFL, it's a fraternity. There, you're you're part yeah. of the fraternity. And it was the cornerback. Um, damn, I, he's on the Bills practice squad. I know you'll know it. Um, elite cornerback was the highest paid cornerback in oh, the game. Josh Norman. Josh Norman, where Tyreek is on the sidelines and he sees Josh Norman, he's like, "Hey, brother, what's happening?" Like, like you know, Tyreek catches the balls on the sidelines and they're like, "Oh, bro, how how you how the family been? How you doing?" Okay, let me get back in the game. And I was just like, "That I think they, we saw that in the game, not in the hard knocks, but yeah, that that was, you know, that we see that all the time, but not a lot of fans get get that stuff." No, and, and yeah, and overall, and they had the obligatory stuff. I always love the post game handshakes and the Josh Allen telling. Telling to us, see in a couple of weeks, yeah. Uh, yeah. And by the way, in it my says sport, it to him twice, says it to him twice. I know. Ignored it the first time. Well, because to us to keep telling him, it's always a pleasure playing against you and Josh Allen. See you in a couple of weeks. Uh, and by the way, technically, it could happen. It could happen only in the AFC Championship game, but that would require the Dolphins winning at Kansas City and at Baltimore. Man, Doable. Uh, Doable. Yeah, anything can happen. Okay. Any given Sunday. And of course, Buffalo beating Pittsburgh and beating. The winner of Cleveland, Houston. That's how that would Come happen. On, you know Buffalo's about to beat Pittsburgh. Let's let's be real. Let's Buff, Buffalo's about to beat Pittsburgh. Uh, especially yeah. without without TJ Watt. I can tell you if the Steelers had TJ Watt, the Steelers have been tough at times. Not always, because uh last time they played was 38 to 3. But I remember there was a game before that, I think it was very early in the season where the, the Bills had come in like as one of the favorites and the Steelers upset them. Uh but without TJ Watt, and good luck with that one. Yeah, and that, that's been happening. Yeah, and my and uh, I I love how these Pittsburgh fans think that my, getting rid of Mike Tomlin's the answer. They no, they just need a quarterback. They need a Russell Wilson. They need a Kirk Cousins, and they'll be right back in that thing. Um, yeah, but that ship has sailed. Yeah, I think the idea of getting rid of Mike Tomlin now now that they closed out the really they closed out the season with three wins, made the playoffs. Bro, Steeler fans are. I mean, they're done with Mike Tomlin. I don't think they're wise, and Omar Khan is not a stupid man. So, uh, but, but here's also another factor. I think Mike Tomlin is also making a play for restructured contract, probably a little bit more power and maybe another team, like let's say the Patriots come in and try to try to try to try to trade for Mike Tomlin. I think Mike Tomlin is definitely a coach you trade, trade for. So 
this could be a situation where it's like Andy Reid, where it's just run this course in, with the Eagles and, and he needs a, a fresh start. And probably and Mike Tomlin is one of those coaches that I do believe he deserves all power. If, if any, if I'm giving anybody all power in the NFL, it would probably be Mike Tomlin. So, Oh, and by the way, very quickly, uh, I, I put out a tweet and I got, I got some pushback from some dolphin fans saying after Mike Vrabel was fired by the Titans and a power struggle with with the new GM. Oh, don't do that. That's not a power struggle. Don't do that. Uh, Rand Carthon's my homeboy. Awesome. But there's a power. power According to Rand, the owner informed him that a coaching change was need need to be made. And the NF, if everything was kumbaya between Rand Carthen and Mike, and Mike Vrabel, you actually think for a millisecond they would have gotten rid of Mike Vrabel? <coughs> anyway, I put out my tweet, regardless of, regardless of all that, I put out a tweet saying, if you're a Dolphin fan, you don't want Mike Vrabel taking the Patriots job. And I got some pushback, including some person. I'm going to refrain from, from using nasty words because obnoxious, rude comment, calling it an asinine thought. If you don't think that guy's a good coach, Turn in your football knowledge card because you know nothing about football. And then somebody pointing out, well, his record's not that great. Okay, look at the list of quarterbacks with whom he's had to work. Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, Will Levis, Marcus Mariota, uh, not exactly a who's who of high-end NFL quarterbacks. So the dude can coach. And again, do we need? Do we really need to remind everybody about the Monday night game? Mike Rabel, I'm, I'm, I, I, don't, I think his record is pretty good. Uh, you got me. You got me curious it's now. All best record during his tenure around the NFL. Again, with never a great quarterback, and also with the GM trading away the one playmaker he had in the passing game because they didn't want to pay him. Obviously, I'm talking about AJ Brown. Tell He's me how much of a four and forty-five. Correct. With, with three playoff berths. Correct. And they were in line for a playoff berth last year as well. They were leading the division. They were seven and four, I think they were. And all of a sudden, you want to talk about the Dolphin rush of injuries this year? Check out mm-hmm. Titans 2022. Same deal. And they it fell apart. Um, and again, he was never given a great quarterback to work with. Yes, yes, he had a great running back with Derrick Henry. I get that. But that dude can coach point blank. Again, if you're debating that, don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, but the Patriots still have a coach, you know. Yeah, how's that worked out for him the last several years? And not only that, again, uh, he's not going to coach forever. They might, they might not ha- have another crack at Mike Vrabel. Uh, I don't think Mike Vrabel is going to be lacking for options here. I don't think. No, I, I don't think he should, and I, I don't even know if the Patriots' job is the one that I would want. I and and it's funny that you mentioned that because I put a, a, a it wasn't a poll, but I should do a poll. Which job out there would be the one that you absolutely would be, you know, coveting? Would you want? Um, a lot of people are saying Washington, but I don't know if I want that job. I don't care about the cap space and and space on number two pick as well. Yeah, I don't care but about you know, you know in those lists. And and fire away on the comments. You know, in those lists, the, the team that always comes up is number one. And then and then you can follow up with. The I reason. want you to say it. It's the Chargers, and and yeah, and you know, the reason. And I want you to say why. It's because they have a franchise quarterback in place. That's why. And that's not even. That's not even me saying it. That's that's national media writers saying it. 
Yeah, but you always talk about the organization being so. Oh, it's, it's booty cheeks. And then there's a dude. There's a reason that they they've always fallen short. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, their fan base is very weak and lackadaisical. How about non non-existent? I mean, yeah. you, you want to talk about a team? I was, I was being I was being nice. I didn't want to get attacked by Chargers fans. They play 17 road games every year, pretty much. I mean, it's like, <laughs> and as and by by on the flip side, the Dolphins play I want 10, 12 home games every year, considering how well the fans travel. The Steelers practically play the Steelers and the Cowboys practically play nothing but home games, because they usually dominate the crowd. Um, oh, oh, the, the, the Dallas. I I don't know if Dallas had more than Buffalo. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but do the Bills travel everywhere or they travel to South Florida? Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. All right. Um, Shall we move on to the pass rushers? Uh, yes, let's move on to the pass rushers. Have, have we addressed everything we need to address in the hard knocks? Uh, I like Chris Greer informing the, the pro bowlers that they can make the pro bowl, except my, as I was watching this, I'm like, where's Jalen Ramsey? Now, is it possible that Jalen was in the defensive meeting at the time? Sure, but why then we wouldn't you wait until you can get all six players in the room? That so that struck me as weird. Why is Jalen Ramsey not in there? Okay, no, no, Am I wrong? I, maybe he was getting treatment. Oh, I, I have no idea. Yeah, he was getting treatment, but not Tyreek, not Tehran, not Raheem. Oh, at well played, well played on your part. Well played. Uh, it was weird. It was weird. Um. Outside of that, I mean, it's the obligatory stuff, the 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 speeches, and we still we still haven't come up with a with a quote that comes anywhere close to all over the world. They speak ass whooping, and I want something close to it. That not, nothing's going to beat it, but something to rival it. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move on to the pass rushers. Oh okay. yeah. And so the Dolphins have added three pass rushers this week, yesterday. I have to jump in. Yeah. The Malik yeah, Reed move that was reported, Reed being signed to the practice squad, is not official yet. Dolphins okay. sent out a press release yesterday and include only the two on the active roster, who I will let you. Yes, but they don't, they generally don't, they have a policy of not announcing practice squad. No, they did. No, they've changed that. They have announced, they've announced practice squad transactions this year. Okay, interesting. Um, so we got Justin Houston, who has contributed 112 sacks in his 13 seasons. We got Bruce Irving, a former first-round pick, who has contributed 56 sacks in his 12 seasons. And then we have Malik Reed, who has contributed 16 sacks in his five seasons, most of which was played in with Vic Fangio. Um, I think, if anything, Malik Reed is here primarily just to help on special teams. Um, that's where he's pretty much made his career, most majority of his career. And, and as you know, you're missing a special teams core contributor in Cameron Good, who suffered a, a PCL injury. Hold on. As we, as we, as we speak, press release, Miami Dolphins here. And of course it's going to take, go ahead. Keep talking while this, my, my phone. Does um, so the question is, you know, are these guys going to be able to serve as backups for Emmanuel Ogba and Melvin Ingram, who played a ridiculous 58 snaps um, out of necessity? Uh, absolutely. I think that that's going to definitely be in play. Quentin Bell is probably going to be elevated just probably from the practice squad to help on special teams. 
Um, and those are things that, you know, those are things that, that definitely are. Okay. Well, while you look at that, the, the press releases, Melvin Ingram signed to the active roster, Malik Reed takes a spot on the practice squad. So that was the other move that was made. Uh, I'm of the opinion, as Omar kind of suggested, Malik Reed will become Cameron Good. That's the role he's going to have. And then uh, now you have five, no, you have four edge defenders with Agba, Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston, and Bruce Irvin. And Mm -hmm. again, if in in a break glass in case of emergency scenario, uh, turn that thing off or put it on. Yeah, I got to I got to go. I got to go. But let's wrap this up. Okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, so then they have four with Malik Reed as, as a fifth potentially. Here's the thing I would caution again against. Guys who are available on January 9th don't necessarily expect them to get two sacks, you know, two sacks each in the game. And I reached out to our good buddy Skylar Callahan, who the publisher of All Panthers, who was on behind enemy lines when the Dolphins played Carolina. And he told me that the Panthers had high hopes for Justin Houston when they signed him this year. And quite, quite well, well, we, we will, they're here. The age pass rushers are here. This is the best that we can do at this present moment. And the question is, will it help the Dolphins beat the Kansas City Chiefs? And we will soon find out. Um, appreciate everybody for watching. You know how to find us, All Dolphins Podcast. We'll be back later today for a podcast episode wrapping up what we learned from the locker room and availability today. Thanks for watching, and we will see you later. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.